At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Jobus. It's Liz. It's Ariel. And this is Air Quote Law Pod. We are coming at you with a brand new episode. And um, this episode... That's like every episode. It's new when we record it. Well, it's new when we record (laughs) it, but this is one that we're recording days before is actually going to drop. I'm differentiating is, it from a bank episode, okay? This is like the time that I was in the grocery store and I overheard two people talking and they were like, well, we're just getting enough groceries to tide us over until the next time we buy groceries. And then the other person was like, that's every time you buy groceries. That's kind of how it works, right? I mean, I guess no, that differentiates not exactly. no. between a, I'm going out to get one thing that's yeah. not tiding me over till the next time. I mean, technically it is because it's no. the only one thing that you need at the time. There's more than, there's more types of grocery shopping. So there's like the thorough grocery shop where you get all of the things that like you might even not use this week. Like I do like a serious grocery shop, like once a quarter where I'm like, like a, a quarter. <laughs> well, okay. No. So hear me out where I spend like, a lot more money grocery shopping than I normally would because I buy things like diced tomatoes and vegetable broth and like rice and things that I would normally keep for like a duration of time. It's like what squirrels do before winter. Yeah. (laughs) That's essentially me. So I do one of those, but then we do like our weekly grocery shopping and then you sometimes have your just need one thing. And then sometimes you have all the groceries that you need for like your week, whatever. And then you're like, oh my God, people are coming over. So you just, you go get like little cheese and stuff where you're like, I'm just craving some Cheetos. So, I mean, those aren't tiding you over. Or there's like that midweek where you're just like, I'm out of produce, but I got everything else. Do you guys find that your produce and other things go bad faster than they used to? Yeah, but I don't know if we're like, it depends. A cucumber is a useless, useless thing if you're not eating it immediately. Yeah, that's avocado. I've been having awful luck with avocados lately. So in that department, yes. Like, I think I just need to stop buying them because I, I, I get them. And I go to cut it open and it's too ripe about 25% of the time. And the other 75% of the time, it's like too old. So, yes, it is going bad quicker. I don't know why. You mean not ripe yet? To deal with it. Sometimes they're not hard. ripe yet. And yeah. then I miss the window and then they're too ripe and gross. So, like, I have not gotten a good avocado 
like that I have sliced in at prime time in a while. I bet somebody <laughs> listening has some tips for how to pick avocados, even down this to the This is my point. wife. We'll bring her on as a guest at we, some we point. We have her email I us. I would love that. At the, at the airquotelawpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell us all the things about avocados because Liz needs to know. Uh, because, I mean, it's not only we like... We can have her on as a guest special avocado segment. Yeah, an avocado <laughs> segment. Or I could go to Reddit because I, I popped onto Reddit to see if people were looking for guests. There's a subreddit for that. Um, and also to put out there, you know, who we are, if anybody's looking for kind of a legal spin on some topic. So if you're a podcaster listening to this and you want one of these three jackasses to give our take on some topic that might have a, or you want the legal perspective from it, or it doesn't even have to be a law topic. Uh, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll love to pop on and be a guest, uh, to your podcast and, uh, give it that little info, but yeah. Um, we didn't uh, finish introducing ourselves. I'm sorry. I didn't see. Well, introducing ourselves. Everybody knows who we are. This is episode 12. It's episode 12. Listen, if you, if you don't know who we are yet, Go back and start with episode one. That's usually the beginning. And then two and three. And if you really want to waste, if you want to just skip and find out if you love us or hate us from, you know, political opinions and slants, just jump to episodes nine and ten. Because those are the ones that if we're going to piss you off about things, it's probably right there. I'm just kidding. I have no idea which episodes I'm in. You're in all the episodes. You're in all of them. Oh, am I? I'm honored. I thought there were like a couple that were recorded while I was dying of something. No, well, this there is were like... a couple that were recorded while you were dying, but you were here. Do you not remember being here? Ooh. I mean, we wouldn't record an episode without you unless like. Oh, I, yeah. I thought that like you guys were going to record some episodes without me while yeah. I was dying. But no, you were there. <laughs> you know, we, I'm we literally here about... for all of these dying in a corner. So I think the only reason we do one without you is if it was like we really needed to record one and you were like away and busy or something. But, yeah. Like, I mean, it, the conversation <laughs> was because last week we wanted to record two bank episodes and our live episode or our new episode, whatever you want to call it. And you were dying. And again, it was a, if push comes to shove, we'll record the new episode without you, but we're not, there's no reason to record the bank episodes without you. We'll just wait till you're better. So earlier this week we recorded the bank episodes. So then I should be, (laughs) I thought that I was justified in not understanding some of the covers for our podcasts. What is this dog hotel? Apparently, you were you were there. We talked about that. That was that was last week. It's okay. You've been there for a hundred percent. Now, now the 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 visual on that one is a little weird because the way that I wrote it out, episode one slash one, was kind of to make it look like the way that Wordle. uh, Yeah, people post their Wordle scores. This is Wordle number one on whatever day or oh no, that I got four out of six or whatever the hell it is. I'm like, I'm just going to put this slash in there because we did the little graphic that looked like Wordle. Um, yeah. No, I was like, I don't remember talking about a dog hotel, but... Oh, no. Um, I might. This is coming back to me. Yeah. It wasn't a dog hotel. Jobeth was at a hotel. hotel and there, was a, there was a dog convention. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was there yeah. for that for sure. So, yeah, Wordle is, um, that's still happening. Yeah, but um, I think it, it might change. 
Um, if anybody's seen us on the Twitters, or obviously doesn't live under a rock, you you probably saw the story that the guy who created Wordle uh, has sold it to the New York Times. So, I'm so excited. Why? I, well, I don't play Wordle, but I probably will once I know that the New York Times has taken over it. So, what a, like, bougie, pretentious, like, person who lives in D.C. thing to do. Yeah. It, it really is. So, so, I think Wordle used to be around for, like, ever, right? Mm-hmm. It's not new. I think I used to play Wordle, like, two years ago. No, you're thinking of something different. Because I can tell Amazing. you approximately how long it has existed because... When you post your stats or what have you, it'll say, hey, I, I just did Wordle number X, Y, Z. Um, bear with me. Let me. I, I am actually. It, today was Wordle 236. So Wordle in its current format has not been uh, okay, you're right. For a I year. played Wordscape. So that oh, yeah. Everyone thing. loved Wordscape. There was. Also, there was a TV show back, I think, in the 90s that Chuck Woolery was the host on that was, I don't remember what it was called, but it basically was a similar type of game where you were guessing words. It, they weren't all a set number of letters, but you would know that this word has five letters or eight letters or whatnot. And then you'd... I, I don't know whether you guessed words or you pulled letters out of a bag or you guessed letters and it would like fill in where they are or if you had them in the wrong spot. It was a similar concept. It's been years gotcha. since I've watched this show, but. Good morning. That's a nice Tanetanba. What? what? Okay. If anyone watches this, I don't know if it's obscure British show, you will get that reference. There's a British show called IT Crowd. It yes! has like four seasons. What'd you say? Yes. So good. Yes. So Tim and I, my husband, um, we, you can get through the season because there's like four seasons and it's British. So it's like six episodes a season. At the beginning of every week, we start the series and then it just so happens. Usually we get through it by the end of the week. And this is what we fall asleep to every night and have been doing this for like at least a month and a half. So the people at Netflix are probably like, who are the weird people who are just watching the same show over and over? And um, that's no. that's us every night. <laughs> so Ariel wants, is going to wait until New York Times takes over to start playing Wordle. We, so- we asked a bunch of people on Twitter last week once this news dropped because the, the assumption is... That once the New York Times really has taken it over, that they're either going to make you subscribe to the New York Times or in some other way paywall it. So that they have like a puzzle subscription too. Okay, then that's really dick because they already have the New York Times crossword is like the most famous crossword in the world, maybe. I don't do it because I don't do crossword. I'm really pretentious and I would love to be a person who's just like, I do the New York Times crossword. But I'll tell you that I used to do the New York Times or the, um, not the New York Times. I could never do the New York Times. So do the Washington Post crossword that came out on a Tuesday because it was like theoretically the easiest one. 
I would get like six of what a hundred answers, and then I'd cry about how I was an idiot. So I like a good crossword. I'm so there's my that's what you get for being pretentious. You can't even finish the Washington Post Tuesday crossword. But I um, I would before court sometimes. Um, this was years ago. Um, print out because it, it was free and easy the usa today crossword and i'd bring it to court with me because you can't like be on your phone but you can do a crossword and now now i just have like a sudoku book because then i don't have to like remember things and if you finish the sudoku before the judge calls your case it's good luck you proclaimed that or is this like a thing it's a thing Okay. I mean, I made it up. Decided this. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Well, there was. I was in court one day, and there was. I was sitting next to, um, actually, an interpreter. This was one of the few times I was in federal court, and we're like chilling, waiting for the judge to take the bench. And you know, we were like chit chatting. I had my Sudoku, and she's like, "Oh, that's such a good idea." And I like ripped one out and gave it to her. And I just like, I don't know. I thought I was like being like funny i guess and i was like yeah it's if you finish it before the judge gets on the bench it's good luck so i've spoken oh so you've started started this This i have started it yeah but for all lawyers out there if you have a sudoku and you start it in court and you finish it before the judge takes the bench or your case is called if you are hiding in the back and feel like you can keep going it's good luck I love that, like, I wish I could do this, but, like, when I'm in court, I'm so nervous. But it's also because I'm new. Like, I'm new to the party. I'm never in court. Everything settles. I love when things settle, but at the same time, I'm just, like, I have... I need more court time. But but also, I don't really need more court time because I'd like to just keep doing what I'm doing. Well, that's good. Yeah, but like I feel like I, the second I got in court, I'd be like, "It's good luck if you don't shit yourself before you see the judge." <laughs> that, that's <laughs> just generally like a good day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, what when you don't shit yourself? Yeah. Or, or when Waiting. you don't shit yourself in court? <laughs> well, honestly, both. But my chances of shitting myself increase pretty much the second that I enter court. Like waiting in court is such a waste of time, and that's the thing is like what yeah. people don't understand about being a lawyer is how much time is like just dead time wasted because we go to court and we sit there and you can't have your phone out. Um, sometimes you can, depending on the courtroom. And if there's like a place where like lawyers can sit, like they'll let you sit in the jury box and they'll let it slide. But you can't have your phone out. You can't have your computer out. So it's not like, you know, I mean, I don't really do much on paper. Like I suppose you could bring like a bunch of like papers you have to read, but that's so, you're, like, so you're telling me that when you're waiting in court, you're not on MySpace rearranging your top eight. No, I am not. Although, you know, <laughs> I, I wish I was. Um, instead, I'm just doing my lucky Sudoku. Is like I said, if I can get away with it, if I'm sitting in the front where the judge can see me, I won't do it because I don't want to be rude. I've definitely been on a laptop in court. Like, if you're in a place, like, if they have like a special attorney, I'm area, in like the yeah. pews. Like, waiting for our case to be called. I don't think you can do that. Oh, I was just reviewing case materials. So in, I'm like, in the pews. I would say that that <laughs> it's, wasted... it's not called the pews. <laughs> it's not like church. I think, so. I think it's just called the seats. The okay, gallery? The same the gallery. exact things that are in a church that are fucking uncomfortable as shit. And there's, like, a supreme, like, ruler at, like, the front of the room who's, like, you I know. Mean, I think they're called pews in a synagogue, too. I just thought they were always pews when they're, like, those wooden, uncomfortable benches. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say that from now on. I'm gonna go sit in the pews. Oh my so god! I'll tell you that dead time. Up. Is pews actually like like religiously associated, or is it just okay? I know I'm gonna be wrong on this. I thought they were just church seats. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the entomology of the word pew, but we can find out for next time. <gasps> no, um, no, no, I'm right. Oh my god, a pew is a long bench or seat. A long bench seat or enclosed box used for seating members of a congregation, a choir in church or synagogue, or sometimes a courtroom. What? Uh, All right. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. No, that's a different pew. context. That you is a different win. <laughs> yeah, I'd say about 90% of the reason that I don't want to do what Liz does, at least on the criminal and traffic side of things. Is that wasted time in court? Like, I can't stand it. Like, I love the hustle and the wild, wild west of handling those types of cases. I love digging in and knowing that I'm going to outwork the the fake attorney that is hired by the government to try this and 60 other cases today. Um, that part I love. but We respect in, public defenders. I'm not talking about the public defenders. I'm talking about those that are, are hired by the state to prosecute, not to defend these cases. Oh, um, gotcha. My actual opponent. In fact, that's an analogy that I would often give clients when I was doing that kind of stuff or prospective clients. I said, look, don't compare me to the public defender. The public defender is a fine attorney, but I'm not going up against the public defender if you hire me to go to court. I'm going up against the prosecutor. If that docket for the day that you go to court contains 60 cases and, you know, day one, when everybody gets charged, think about the public defender also having those 60 cases because they're all theoretically assigned there or could be from an eligibility standpoint. Each time private counsel takes a case, there's one less for the public defender to handle. But the pile on the other side of the table, the person that we're going up against, the person that has to do the work on this and the other 59 cases is always going to be 59 cases. We're going against the prosecutor who certainly does not have time to do this. So the biggest advantage you get in hiring us is when we go to court at most, and this is super rare, that we've got two cases that day. It's usually just you and me and against the, the guy or gal that's over there scrambling to figure out, did I even bring all the cases that I need to call today? Or a non-binary um, pal. Yeah, whatever. Um, they might not be our pal as, you know, we, oh, well, it's a bank episode where we talk about friendship. Yeah. But non-binary um, pal rhymed. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, other than that, I mean, that's why I don't do this, because I just, I can't sit there and waste that time. I just, it's just it's I, a problem. I got in trouble once for sitting there and doing a Sudoku before the judge was on the bench. They were like, put that away. And I'm like, what? Am I just supposed to sit here with my thoughts? Like, yeah, you're theoretically supposed to be, like, they want you to still be preparing your case, but that just means you came unprepared. Yeah, like, if I'm but. there in court, I'm not preparing my case. Exactly. It's like, it's I, a little late for that, huh? Yeah. I just, so I just sit there, like, and do nothing then. It's, ugh, it's so annoying. Um, and the thing that I, like, I'll try to let them know, like, I'm just there for one case um, because the public defender, like you said, has many cases. And, you know, usually they'll try to call all the public defender cases together, which makes sense. So the same person isn't like up, down, up, down. But 
if they do that first and then I'm like, oh, no, now I'm sitting here through all of these, you know, million cases before they get to my one. And usually they don't do that. But, you know, it happens sometimes. And I'm like, oh, so you found a subtle way to go up and say, hey, can you get me first without saying, hey, can you get me first and and, uh, looking like a dick? Just be I like, mean, excuse me, your honor, I have to poop. I would like to expedite this process. <laughs> like, I'll just ask the state's attorney no, be like, yeah, if it's it, quick. Yeah. yeah, I'll just be like, I only have, I only have one. You know, that's it. And usually they're no, like, I, okay, I like we'll get it, to you but though, it's, it's a nice, subtle, hey, get me early, because then I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I do mean, you I, not charge for all the time that you're sitting there? A criminal case um, where it's not charged by the hour. So, no, what? it's just time. It's time to sit. And that's it. And uh, that's why there are certain courtrooms that I like to be in because I know I can, like I said, if they have that little attorney area, if they let attorneys sit in the jury box, I mean, usually I'll follow the lead of other people. If I see other attorneys on their phone and they're not getting yelled at, then I'll get on my phone. I don't want to get at my whole laptop because I feel like there's some sort of difference between if you have your laptop, like you're absolutely not present, but if you have your phone, yeah. it's smaller. So I feel like it shows you're a little bit present there. And I'm just sitting there, you know, arranging my top eight. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's. I definitely went into MySpace like not that long ago within the past couple of years because I was like, what the hell lives on there? Did you find your old profile? Hmm? Is it still Did a you thing? Find- you can't find them anymore, but did you? Oh, see- you for sure can. Really? In the past couple of years? Let me see. Uh, my old profile. Definitely- oh, my God. If you Google me, you can. Oh, we got to get rid of this. I'm like. Woof, woof. Oh, these are so fucking funny. There's yeah, a like lot they're... of pictures of me on the Internet. Yeah, like the pictures will come up, but your actual profile, I think, is gone. Mm, I don't think so. Mine, like, mine had an anime background, and the music was, like, some, like, hyper techno, and I had, like, glitter letters of, like, myself and, like, the person I was dating at the time, and honestly, minus, like, the glitter letters of the person I'm dating... I don't know. I mean, it probably would look the same today. Like, I probably would still have, like, techno and an anime character because, you know. (laughs) So I guess I haven't changed much now that I think about it. I'm, like, freaking out that there are some here. I'm going to show you guys. There is Um, evidence in writing that I have used MySpace as, as recently as 2008, just to let you know. Oh, I literally, like went on I went on to like see what was up there when I was like I don't know in law school there is a lot of you oh my god link in the chat these are such myspace pictures too they are the problem is is that I'm like not as Oh, look at this emo goth mashup. Clothed as I should be? Yeah, girl. I don't see any that are, like, not clothed. Oh, one mm-hmm. I do. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, so, I had this short hair because I did, like, a botched, I did my own hair. <laughs> Cut. 
in my house, mental breakdown, as a good teenager will do. Fuck, those bangs were a nightmare. Let's see if I can look up myself. Ugh. I we mean, should, like, make a... Lot a- a lot of these are like they're pretty normal. Like your your, I mean, they look definitely like MySpace era. Yeah, I'm gonna screenshot but, these, and you guys can see them on our on our Instagram. Um, I am trying to do this in a way that I do not get any other people. One picture comes up for me. Oh, thank God, like, 46 come up for me. It's me and my ex, which is just, like, weird. Um, and I'm Are you searching your married name or your maiden name? No, no, I'm not. Um, of course not her married name. She's not yeah, child I'm searching, bride. I'm searching my, um, my former name, and I'm, I mean, I'm a literal child, and <clears> I'm yeah. wearing a polo shirt like we did back in the day. Oh my um, god, those I can't, the, the collar's probably popped. Yep. Um, because I was a, a prep, I think. I guess. I don't know. I was a. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wore polo shirts with pop collars, so. But did you like do photo shoots with your friends for like MySpace pictures? Oh. Mm-hmm. Not a ton. I did most of them by myself, which is probably, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I want to say that it helps, but it doesn't help. Oh, my God. I just copy and pasted uh, my MySpace profile into something that was not. That's a gem. That was work-related. Thank God. I don't I think you can actually see the profile. Oh, I wish you could. Well, I could, you can see the pictures. I yeah. just was, like, copy and pasting something for work. But I realized I mean, that the last thing I copy and pasted was to you guys. So Let's see if I can. We'll see. Um so anyway, back to the topic at hand. Now that we're in my MySpace land, somehow I don't know how we ended up there. We can get but, right out of that. Um, yeah, let's. Um, Wordle, I'm over it. So I, I still do it every day. I will probably stop the moment that it's paywalled, not because of the money thing, but because I'm fucking lazy and I've got a ton of subscriptions to shit. And tracking that is just a pain in the goddamn ass. And I will say that for a variety of reasons, when we ask people on social media, namely Twitter, what their take on it was, most people are are straight up out if they paywall it. Yeah, I am. uh, Yeah, it's just, (laughs) it's another step to take that to me is unnecessary for a thing that, I mean, I do it first thing when I wake up in the morning and, and that's about it. It's not a big part of my day. Um, there, there's actually, um, I had a little chat back and forth and then got an email with some more details from <coughs> an Indian author named Asim Chabra, who just, you know, they, we jumped in and, and started chatting about it. Um, probably wouldn't, this is from the email. Uh, so I guess a little early on the uh, questions from the jury. This is more of a comment or discussion, but we welcome them all. Um, probably would not play Wordle if New York Times starts charging money. It's exciting to play the game at midnight and then share results with people. Uh, he knows on the Twitter timeline, just in one month, it became a routine. I have it before going to bed. There's a pleasure in playing the game without having to pay for it. It's fun and it's free. Um, similar to what I was just mentioning, uh, 
I pay for many things, magazine subscriptions, Netflix, Amazon Prime services, but I've paid for those from the start. It's not like they were free first and then suddenly one day was asked to pay for them, which I think is a great point. Um, but yeah, it's going to change the dynamics. The, the thing that I mentioned, you know, with those services, specifically like with Netflix and, and Amazon Prime, not only did they not, you know, they were, weren't free and then became something that they charged for, but they're, they're both services that have evolved. Like Amazon prime used to just be about the free two day shipping. And And until about a year ago, my parents were still getting DVDs from Netflix. Really? Well, they split. Mm -hmm. It was a different company, but yeah, (laughs) it split off into a set. They created two separate companies, but I specifically remember when you know, this was probably oh my god, Liz! In two thousand six, two thousand seven, the the picture I just sent the text up. Is that what you're responding to? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you for a it. second, I looked for myself in this picture. Wait a minute! They look so similar I I didn't to everything that I've done. Holy it was like, crap. wait. So this oh my picture. God. So we can't post this because these are definitely too much cleavage of children who are under the age of eighteen. I can tell you, they are I all mean, over eighteen by now, and that was probably in a Towson University dorm room. That would be no. This is high school. Oh, is it? This I mean, is high school. Not, you can see who is me. calling me right now. Okay, yes, this is a picture. I'm in my friend's basement. You can see like a Nirvana uh, picture in the background and a Shack poster in the background. Um, and it is me and uh, three friends, um, two, two of which I still um, talk to, one of which is like my best friend since I was four. So I'm definitely going to send this to her. And yeah, my shirt is like definitely see-through and I'm wearing a, like, it's a black see-through shirt with a pink bra and that is 100% on purpose. Um, and my hair is like super curly. And I am wearing some obnoxious pink earrings that I can't see what they are, but they're very, like, long and large. <laughs> All right, so here's here's the challenge for the listeners, okay? We, we are going to hold this photo back. It is not going to get posted to social media. But as we've mentioned in the past, we have these air quote law pod stickers that if anybody sends us messages and includes an address in, we'll mail one of these out to you. All right? When all of these stickers are gone, which right now there's like 50 of them. So when we get that many letters to the jury or questions to the jury that calls us to mail these out, and they're gone. The, just this first run of stickers, we will post that photo to social media. Oh, my God. I don't, I'm so like, so here's the thing, though. I mean, in that photo, we're looking at it and it's like, oh, my God. But then, like, definitely like what people on TikTok, like Charlie D'Amelio or... You know, some of the other kids now, they're like a lot more, you know. Oh, this is this. Yeah. What, this photo uh, a, is a spoiler. It's not photos. something that you would have to be on. Uh, what's that one where you pay to join people's like OnlyFans? Yeah, the OnlyFans. It might be it might reach the level of being a teaser in the join the OnlyFans. And you might see these <clears> four <throat> girls get naked together. Um, oh, my God. It's it's the past, Liz. Don't get any of those ideas. It was too late for that. You could have done it then, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm under eighteen in that photo. Well, I mean, but I mean, it doesn't other matter. We, we're not people and de- decent in any of these photos. I think yeah, it's yeah. just like, like, no, it's, it's a fully closed photo. 
it's, I think it's, it's just, just like uncomfortable when you're not a pervy dude or a pervy yeah. lady. Like I still find it very uncomfortable when I see people who I know are 18 or younger in like very little clothes. And like that was like in that picture, that was me and my friends definitely trying to look hot. Like, oh yeah, we for like, sure. Yeah. Y'all were succeeding. Yeah. In a not like, creepy way. Did you um, like ever with your friends like go to the mall on a Friday night and before you went, you'd be like, hey, let's dress like sluts? Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. I can't say that just, I ever had that conversation, but um Ariel and I yeah. know that life. <laughs> let's dress like we, sluts. Uh, it wasn't so much dressed like sluts, but yeah, we might have flat out just said that too. I don't know. God, being a teenager is the worst. I would never, there's so many people I know who are just like, I would love to go back to high school. I'm like, you fucking peaked in high school. There's nothing you could pay me to make me relive middle school and high school even like childhood and i didn't have some like super dark awful childhood i was like not an abused child or anything but um i would say i didn't have like when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I don't want to say it in an awful way that, like, would make my parents sad. I didn't have, like, a great childhood. And it was nothing related to my parents. Like, it is completely not their fault. There's um, um, a line in a book. Um, and it says, um, you know, I, I had a very happy childhood, but I wasn't a happy child. That's pretty much the situation for me. So I wouldn't go back. I it's a John Green it. book, by the way. Shout out. Oh my god, that's why I know it. It's from um, I believe it's from Turtles All the Turtles Way Down. Turtles All the Way Down, yeah. Yeah. I have a poster when I saw their tour for that hanging up in my living room. <laughs> you do. So yeah, that describes it pretty well. So I wouldn't go back. I also I think maybe I'd go back to college and make different academic choices, but I wouldn't go back to college for socializing either. I feel like I really like hit my stride as soon as I graduated from college and was like out in the real world. And here, there's my Joe moment with, of vulnerability for this. Jobeth and I had a conversation many years ago, like probably when we first <laughs> met. I don't know. We were talking about like going back to college, and I was like, knowing what I know now, I would go back to college. And I would just, like, be on top of shit and drink all the time, but also get really good grades. And he's like, how is that different from what you did before? And I was like, Well, you had oh anxiety about it because you didn't know how it was going to turn out. Yeah, I, but uh, it would be the same, except that I would procrastinate less. Like, I, but, I think I would have done different things academically. I think I would have just made smarter decisions to make myself super employable. I think I wasn't really realistic with what would i didn't have like awful majors i was like political science and environmental science i wanted to work Wait, you were environmental science yeah oh that's what tim is i didn't 
get, this is hysterical. Well, it's not really. It's what makes me unemployable. I didn't end up getting a science degree. I have a Bachelor of Arts in Environmental Science. Um... But isn't that just what the school assigns it? Like, you get what you get? No, I could have done... It's just, like, it depends on the classes you take. And I just could not do well enough in the math classes to get get a Bachelor of Science. So what you are employable with is a Bachelor of Science in Environmental Science. um, Largely because it has to do, like, a lot of statistical analysis well, of you also went to like which, a real school um i went to american which definitely didn't have the robust environmental science program that they boasted about i did do political science there and i have to say some of my professors were like when you go to school in a city or a big like research institution you will get the best of the best yeah. that's like a legit school like i mean you there's some prestige there which is good yeah so i mean i haven't like gotten very far based on my education i would say the farthest i got was like i got a lot of um internships in law school and i probably could have gone into a a different category of law schools based on the fact that i worked at the department of justice before law school as a paralegal my Um, grades got me shit my grades got me nothing, and my college degree got me nothing. And then my like, and I mean that in like, I tried really hard and got good grades, and it didn't matter. Yeah, because nobody I gives got, a fuck. No, I got good grades. I got into law school, and then I I did not do great on um, my LSATs. But like, I mean, I got into law school. It just yeah. was not my goal score. And then. I went to law school and I actually, I mean, I think Syracuse is a pretty good law school, right? Are they good? Um, I got in there, but I didn't want to live in Syracuse. So I went to um, New England Law Boston, which no one's heard of, but I was at least in Boston. And then I didn't know, I, I had a hard time finding a job and I just, you know, posted my resume out into the void on Craigslist. <laughs> that is, I cannot, yeah, I and some still fucking creeper can't. found you and here we are. Yeah, Um, (laughs) this is such a good story. You guys need to tell it, but this is so creepy. I didn't know you really found professional services on Craigslist. I thought this is where you found like your cleaning lady or the dude to move your furniture or like (laughs) or your law partner (laughs) or the new head of your pyramid scheme. Yes. No, not the head. You're the head of your pyramid scheme. I don't want you to, need to You need to fill out that downline. So, <laughs> look, on the topic of is Syracuse or any law school, for that matter, a good law school, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you my philosophy on law schools. That way, if there are any soon-to-be-going-to-law-school students out there listening to this, that maybe this will be a little shred of advice that might save you tens of thousands of dollars um, in student loan debt. Um Liz, you've been practicing for seven and a half-ish years now, correct? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I started really That's practicing. the answer to the question, by the way. That, that was a more rhetorical than yeah. anything. I've just, been telling people yes. six. Yeah, it's, it's seven and a half now. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's like six. So um, I just aged you a little bit. But yeah, yeah. You, you have represented hundreds of clients over that time frame, right? 
I mean, I don't count, but... Feels- hundreds is a fair number. Sure, you, yeah. You, you have done consultations with hundreds of... For sure. ...potential clients, correct? For sure, yeah. So, um... You, you're probably and it's always- not that they don't hire me because they don't like me. It's because I cost money. Right. So I'm going to ask you a question that might originally seem like, how would I know the answer to that? But then quickly you'll realize that you do. How many of those prospective clients asked you what law school you went to? Zero. Zero. Um, how the many clients, of them asked you that's the if thing. you went to law school? None. Zero. Zero. Did they ask you what your grades were in law school? No. No. Did some it's of them pay the you money and hire you? It's the people who will hire you. I'm Did unemployable. That's not a job. true. Um, I'm unemployable in the legal field in the fact that I employ myself as a person two years out of law school. That's wonderful. Um, you go to law school and it is not highly recommended that you practice directly out of law school, which is essentially what I'm doing. Um, also, maybe you're smarter than a I'm lot not of other smarter. People. I didn't do fantastic in law school, but what I did do was fantastic in a lot of my internships because I do well in it's more the important. real world. And what I do, as you guys know, how I met you is all I do is I build up a network of people who will help me. If you are one of my clients, then nothing has been filed without the eyes of other attorneys on it first. Like, yeah, there's you're nothing getting... wrong with anything you're saying right now. No, I'm just saying that I think that if I had probably gone to a better school and there is, there is something in geographic preference for schools. Like there are definitely places that prefer University of Maryland or University of Baltimore yeah. in Maryland. I'm not employable in DC. It's because my school claims that we're so close to DC, it's up in Baltimore, and we do not have any DC connections. We have some federal government connections, but federal government connections is actually just like an oxymoron because like sure you can talk to people but they don't have any pull in getting you hired so that's not really a connection that's just like some dude from our school works at the department of energy so like i don't have like i've asked my alumni network i'm like i live in dc i'm barred in dc like where are some people for me to chit chat with and they're like i don't know anybody who went to dc nobody lives in dc like if i'm asking them for like a connection in alaska so i think that (laughs) yeah it's like what 50 miles away yeah if you want to be at like it's 30 miles away if you want to be at a top firm or you want to be somewhere specific geographically located if like you want to work in dc go to a top 14 school or go to a dc school those are kind of your best bets so but only if you want that specific little car yeah but if you don't want the rest of that if you just want to exist in the rest of the middle of the country then go somewhere affordable just don't go at all because so many people told me not to go to law school and I didn't take them seriously and I like honestly I love my small firm and like I love doing this but I'm the type of person who could have loved doing other things too and not put myself in debt and this isn't like a super transferable thing like to be a lawyer you don't have a lot of transferable skills people say that there are so Getting a law degree used to be like getting a master's and you could get any job that required you to have a master's. 
And that's why if you talk to like lawyers who are probably like over 50, now probably over 60, they'll tell you that like, they've got their degree, they can do anything with it. But now people don't want to hire JDs for things they they could get a master's in because there are enough people. So many people are in higher education right now getting those masters in these specific things. And people with a JD expect more money. And we should. We went to school. I mean, if you have a master's, you should also get the same amount. The amount that paying people with a master's is a joke. They're not paying them as much as people with a JD, which doesn't make sense because it's one year less of school, but they're specialized in something. I, I just... I honestly think that like if I could go back, I became a lawyer because I was raised by doctors who also didn't want me to become a lawyer or a doctor. They just wanted me to have like a stable job, but I felt like I had to keep pushing and pushing and pushing just because like I have the mental capacity. But what I should have done is been like a fucking plumber because I'm good with my hands. I should have done something handy. That's what she said. <laughs> I should have done something with my hand. Yeah, I should have done something handy because there's so much money in that. And I could be like the amount that we charge per hour is for sure the same amount that like a plumber charges per hour. But their work is more consistent than mine. And like when we and they get do some options. Yeah. <laughs> and and when we do something like our clients, like I always tell people. I usually don't ask people how they are on the phone anymore because no one calls me when they're happy. And usually I just say like, hi, what can I do for you? Um, you know, and if I do ask how they are and, you know, usually they're bad, I say, yeah, no one ever calls me when they're they're good. And so even if I get a good result for someone, you know, at the end of the day, they have still, you know, gotten a divorce or they have still you know even if we win a like a criminal trial they have still had that experience like that bad experience and it's like you know they're like they're grateful for sure but it's like there's so much like I shouldn't have like been charged in the first place and all of that and so it's not like you don't expect that in life whereas you expect maybe your toilet will break and the plumber comes and fixes it and then you can shit again so you don't have to shit your pants and that's just like people are just grateful like thank you for fixing my toilet and yeah. the end result is always like i would say as long as it's done right people are just happy with you and I even have to if call i call back for the podcast what i said and it and it creates a cool callback for the podcast yeah. So I mean, back to shitting your pants or not shitting your pants. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Uh, my husband, and I shouldn't say this, he has perpetuated a story in both of our families. Uh, I really shouldn't say this. Is this about you clogging the toilet? No. It is not about what? No, I didn't clog the toilet. Oh, that's toilet. a different story that he perpetuates. No. Um, does he perpetuate that story? I've seen Liz clog the toilet numerous times. Liz did not clog the toilet. Well, Tim says so. Um, no, I um, he likes to tell people that I uh, pooped my pants in Walgreens. <laughs> Which, Is it true? No. One day, I told him a story of like there's a Walgreens around the corner from our house, and I think I was like I was in Walgreens, and then I had to poop, so I went and just checked out real quick, and home was two minutes away, and that was like the story. And he has now spun it to say that I pooped my pants in Walgreens. 
pants, which like just didn't happen. I'm not like, I don't poop my pants. So listen, have you ever pooped your pants or had a close call? Email us, airquotelawpod at gmail.com. You let us know if you care. If you Give us a fake name. I don't care what it is. We won't read the name that's on the actual email unless you tell us to. Put a little signature in there, make up some sort of funny name, and that will be who we refer to you as. Uh, tell us a story next time about a close call that you may have had or a time that you, in fact, pooped your pants. Yeah. Um, Does anyone will- else have, like, a story that's been perpetuated that's, like, not true about you not that not that anybody shared with me that i could think of off the top of my head because now anytime i mention like i was in like walgreens and they're like did you poop your pants so like he has successfully like indoctrinated everyone into this story this is great it's just not true. Now I've put it out for the world. I'll have to remember to ask you about it next time for sure. It's just not true. <laughs> so we got we got a call to action here uh, to anybody who loves this podcast and wants to help us keep doing it because we now have an editor. We have started paying money to edit this thing to make it a little bit better for you. Um, we would love it if you'd help us pay for that. And we're going to do that without asking you for any money out of your own pocket that you aren't already going to set to spend. So we have a, uh, and it's going to be a fun little feature that we have here where um, every week, we are going to select a weird, interesting item that is on Amazon. And you can go to amazon.airquotelawpod.com and see what this week's item of the week is. Um, And then while you are there, even if you don't buy the item of the week, because some of these are going to be ludicrous and there's no reason to buy them, while you are on Amazon, if you shop for other things, they won't cost you anything more. And we'll get a little, little jingle in the coffer there. We'll get a little percentage of it. There's a a little a link in a cookie that uh that that comes through there so um if you you know like i said go to air quote or go to amazon.airquotelawpod.com to see this week's item of the week should i tell everybody what this week's item of the week is yeah go for it should we talk about it on the air okay we will do that but obviously you can check it out online this is uh this is a, a children's book it's entitled hookers and below save christmas and it is a, a paperback book that came out last year. Uh, the little synopsis here is Tom Transport is snuck in the snowdrift with all the presents for the town's Christmas party. It's up to hookers, the tow truck, and blow the snowblower to make their way through the snow to save the day and the party. So if you are interested in reading about hookers and blow, go to amazon.airquotelawpod.com check that out and then obviously fill up your shopping cart buy all those things that you were going to buy anyway because then we'll get a little uh like i said it basically at this point it's just hopefully going to start to offset the cost of running this podcast and uh you know we're not looking to get make any sort of actual money here but if uh if your regular amazon shopping helps us pay to have these episodes edited get some music in there all the other cool things that we would like to do to make this thing better for you um, and as always tell be- us what weird shit you bought yeah if you're especially if you're buying weird shit Go to go to the Amazon dot uh, and and help us out. Even if you didn't buy anything on Amazon, but you bought something weird, let us know because that's just a fun thing we can talk about. Have you guys bought anything weird lately? 
Let me check and see what I have bought recently. I don't think anything over the top weird, or I would have probably mentioned it. Uh, nothing as good as the Elvira Salt Shaker. But it um, never will be. Ooh, I um, I just bought Shih Tzu um, coasters. Ooh. They're Shih Tzu's drinking wine on the coasters. Oh. That's cute. And that was my Valentine's Day gift to wife lady. Aww. Which is better than, like... Well, no, I don't think it's better. Last year, she got a gigantic oversized beach towel with a picture of a cat butt on it. And it says, like, it's the butthole. And it says, nice to meet you. That's a good gift. It was. It's no yodeling pickle. Oh, that's still a favorite of hers. She, like, she seems like such a normal person. And she definitely, like, puts off that she's the normal one in this couple. But, like. Yeah. So what do I get for gifts? Normal shit. <laughs> like what? Or, um, I think I, I definitely told you. For Christmas, she got me that like food sensitivity test at home where oh, you like yeah. drop like a gallon <laughs> of blood and you send it off. Throw Spoiler it. alert. So it says on the results when you get it back, there's a lot of things they should have tell you, told you in advance that like it only picks up sensitivities to food that you've had recently. Yeah. So it comes back and apparently like I have a mild food sensitivity to chicken, but we're pescatarian and I could like tell you for sure that the last time we had chicken was like over six months ago. So I was like, cool. I'm glad we're both super queasy when it comes to blood this was like a half hour process they were like clammy hands near vomits near pass outs just to get this gallon of blood to learn that i'm like can't even really be having an allergy to chicken but also i don't eat chicken so this is like not even an issue um so that was a wonderful gift and then she got me cocoa powder for valentine's day we realize that valentine's day hasn't happened but we've exchanged gifts Um, yeah today's my husband's birthday and i'm excited to give him his gifts which it feels give it to him all night it feels like i don't know i guess this will come out after i i give them to him so no one cares but i got him a membership to the zoo and tickets to a a beer festival which are like always a win yeah um beer bourbon and barbecue i mean to be fair you guys were going anyway so the beer festival of course yeah i mean maybe but like i'm going to include in this like i don't know like i'm not trying to knock the gift all right don't get me wrong no but it'll include like an uber you know that's like part of the gift um you're gonna do any sort of hand stuff in the bag of that uber no (laughs) No, that that'll tank my Uber rating. Um, I guess it probably would. Oh my god, I thought my Uber rating was trash because when I was away in Savannah, I had two or three three Ubers cancel on me, like while they were pulling up. I wonder oh. what I mean, my Uber rating is. It's not five point Mine's not five either. I don't even think I'm logged in on this phone because it's. Not that old of a phone. I'm taking it. The thing that sucks is that I can't see why. Who, who gave me a four? Like somebody that rated me rated me a four to make that a four point eight nine. 
Um, I, I'd, I'd like it if I could at least, like, if there was a comment, I could at least see. Like, I understand they probably don't want me trying to track down somebody that gave me a bad rating. I get that. Well, they could but, make him anonymous. Right. Like, I, I'd like to know. Like, this dude did hand stuff in the back 7. of my Uber or, you know. Yeah, I have a 4.78. I don't even know because I'm not logged in, but I almost always give my drivers five stars just because, like, I get to where I need to go. They don't see Um, that until after they've, they don't see your tip or anything, I don't think, either until after you've. Yeah. I mean, the only time, I'm trying to think if there's ever been a time where I didn't give someone five stars, and I don't, I don't think there is, but I have a five star rating on Lyft. Like, if I had a shitty experience, unless there's something, like, even then, I'll just, I'll dispute or or raise some sort of an issue directly with Uber. I, I just, I don't know that, that blowing somebody up, um, reviews are really shitty, and I, and I, and they piss me off all the time. Um, like, I, like, I hate, and this is, this is probably a whole nother rabbit's whole topic for another day, but I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to put it out there. Nothing pisses me off more than seeing a review that is not five stars, but the words and the language of it definitely reflect a five-star experience. Like I've seen it at restaurants, things like that, where they're, they're basically talking about how great this, that, the other, or whatever was, and I loved this and I love that, and then it's fucking four stars. I'm like, fuck you. Just, just straight up, here it is, fuck you. Yeah, it's like you do have to read it. I remember in college going to rate my professor and some of them would have low stars and I'd have to read it because they're like, this professor actually expects you to do the reading. Yeah. I hated that. I'm like, why are you here if you're illiterate? Yeah. You dumb fuck. I got, I got to read one to you. I just got to find it. Cause I took a picture of it because it pissed me off so bad. Here it is. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to edit in some products so that I'm not putting anything out there. But this was on a a magic site for a specific product. Wow. Insert product here are amazing. Very easy and direct mentalism. 10 out of 10. This is that was the language, the words of the review. How many stars? I mean, it should be, you know, five based on that review. It says 10 out of 10 in the motherfucking review. And they gave four stars. Fuck you, Austin K. from Niagara Falls, December 5th, 2021. Just <laughs> Damn! <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and this is not my product. So I'm being pissed for somebody else's review that does not impact me. Like, of course, I get upset when somebody leaves me a not five-star review. But I, I, I feel like I want to champion this for anybody out there that's had an unwarranted shitty review or a great review where for whatever fucking reason, the fuckbag didn't give you the five stars that you deserved. That they're, that the language of their review dictated, hey, like this was said fucking 10 out of 10. Like your ass should be leaving the five star review, then creating an account and leaving another five star review because five plus five equals 10. That's how you get the 10 out of 10. Yes, that, yes, that is math. Otherwise say eight out of 10. This is an 8 out of 10, and give it 4 stars, because then the math actually follows. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Do you guys review products? I don't review products. I love when people review products. There's like a um, meme. Like I love, I love reading ratings and reviews. I do not rate sometimes, and review. Sometimes, and, and especially like when I'm buying magic stuff, I read those reviews religiously because there is just there they they've gotten so good at creating trailers that suck you into something, and it's just not what you're actually getting. Like I had one that I ordered the other day where in the trailer it says doesn't use X, Y, or Z. X, Y, and Z being different methods when it comes to doing magic trickery. And I buy it. They usually come with tutorial videos. The tutorial videos drop into your account right away most of the time, even though the physical product is still being mailed to you. I start watching this tutorial. What we have here is a very simple Z of the listing of doesn't do X, doesn't do Y, doesn't do Z. It's it, it's exactly what you said it wasn't. Thank you. Fuck off. Um, so having that kind of insight and being able to glean that out of reviews is helpful, I think. Yeah. I so. That makes sense. I mean, I also, you know, I always read the reviews. Um most I mean I'll look at the stars sometimes before I click it because if a product has low star ratings and I'm you know searching for something where like like when I bought headphones I'm like okay I'm not gonna look at a headphones that is less than four stars because there are so many that do yeah well the other thing is that when I get something that's highly rated and there's a lot of reviews I always like to go and look at the lower starred reviews to find out, are you angry at you or are you angry at the product? Yeah. Because a lot of times you read those reviews and somebody's angry at themselves or they're, they're just otherwise they're just, it's dumb. And or, I love being able to read through that shit. Or sometimes people will say like arrived broken, but I feel like that's not the like the retailer's product. fault. That's it's, the vendor. Yeah. Well, that's the vendor that's shipping it, the distributor, not the product itself. Yeah. Well, Replace maybe it. it is the product itself like it's it so like it's one thing if you order something that's like you know uh, a spray in a glass bottle okay if it broke that's definitely something that happened in the shipping process but, but like if it, but if it broke in the shipping process and they replace it and now you have yeah. a good one review that one not the one yeah but one. the thing is is i'm just saying like there are some things that are like that should be able to withstand like basic shipping like if you get something that's made of plastic and it's shattered into a million pieces you're just like okay well this was gonna last three seconds in my house anyway yeah then i get that but that makes sense i keep saying that i'm i keep looking at bathing suits on amazon so even I'm though i know better than to buy them. hey drop go through the link before you buy them <laughs> Put a little jingle in, in the pockets and the coffers of the Airquote Law Pod, and so should all of you. Check out our item of the week. Go to Amazon.AirquoteLawPod.com. Again, just buy shit you were going to buy anyway. Like, don't do anything special or over the top. Just don't do anything special. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to do something special or buy something fucking expensive, please do. Buy your TVs. You know, there's uh, we're out of time here to talk about it, but the Super Bowl is uh, yesterday from the time that this will drop. So um, probably too late for you to buy a TV for that, considering this drops Monday morning. But hey, there'll be another one next year. <laughs> I'm um, excited for the halftime show. That's about it. Yay. We're old if you're mm. 
If you're excited, you're old. That's right. All right. Anything else before we roll out of here? No, just no. <laughs> Check it out. Tell a friend. Just, yeah. I guess uh, we are adjourned. That was Air Quote Law Pod. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.